faces, heels, and tweeners. Sunday night's main event proudly brings to you the East Coast podcasting champions of the world, Brad the Dad and Greg Father Feltham, your smack daddies. Hello, friends, and welcome to your SmackDown review for Sunday night's main event. I am Brad the Dad, and running shotgun with me is my tag team partner, Greg Father Feltham. Bless you, my son. And we are your Smack Daddies. We are going to review this February 16th episode of SmackDown. But before that, Greg, the Thunderbirds are great. Oh, what a night, Brad. Oh, what a night. So uh just for so for those of you who um, don't like the Thunderbirds. We'll put a little note in the um, description and we'll skip ahead of our lives. If you want to skip ahead, it's no, no, we're not. No, we're not doing that. You're going to have to suffer through this, Burkhead. Sorry. <laughs> What's wrong with Burkhead? I mean, listen, we live in Nova Scotia and we don't get things like I we get. When's the last time we had a raw here? I, w- I went to it and I was in university. So we're talking like 2004. Dude, when's the last time we had WWE come through town? Well, that too. It, it was pre-pandemic. Yeah, we are a sea town for sure. And we used to get WWE has had some sort of falling out with the with the Metro Center, and they used to do them at there, even the house shows. But we now they use the crappy second arena, the Halifax Forum. I'm not even sure it is the second arena, but uh, I'm, I'm actually there for a hockey game this afternoon. The first time I've been there since the last WWE show I went there. Yeah, the seats are 1960s awesome. So anyways, the Thunderbirds were there last night. And like, I didn't realize that home, there's nine home games. So I ran into like four or five people I know there. They're all season ticket holders and nine games, Greg. Like, this is amazing. Yeah, it's it's not a huge, huge season. But um, it's it's certainly fun, right? Like uh, the atmosphere, if you've never been to a professional lacrosse game, um, it's, I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's a party the whole night long. That That's the best way I can describe it. The music is pumping. Um, there's really, uh, yeah, it's, it's really just a, a party atmosphere. And it's, it, it's what you want it to be. So if you are, um, a family who wants to have a fun night out, you can have a fun night out. If you're a bunch of older men who just want to go and have some beers with the bros, you can have some beers with the bros and pop to the tunes. If you're some kids who are pre pre gaming before you go clubbing, you can do that too. Yeah, yeah. As, as, as the girl who won, Greg, as the girl who clearly won the um, the fridge, the mini fridge, the the girl who was wearing a corset uh, as a shirt. Yes, yes. And the moment the camera went on her, it was like. I am going to show you, I'm, I'm not going to bring it to the floor like Naomi. I am going to do an extreme expose like it's ECW and I am Kelly Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Greg trying to figure it out not to get in trouble. I'm tr- Exactly. I'm trying not to get in trouble. You were 100% right on that. So <laughs> uh, my teenage daughter just started dying laughing when she saw that girl. She's like, like. It's a mini fridge. Literally, she turns to me and goes, it's a mini fridge. And I'm like, what do you mean, Maddie? She's like, this girl's throwing away her dignity for a mini fridge. <laughs> um. So so you mentioned Maddie, uh, Miss Big Voice herself. What did she think of the event? She loved it. Like, we had a good time. She Every once in a while, the stuff, like, when the referee, Greg, as you said, I think he lost his front teeth. 
she was like, holy cow. And I don't think she was expecting so much contact. And she's like, they just whap each other with those sticks. Yeah, they're... um... It's like that episode of The Simpsons where Bert and Lisa play hockey and you've got, uh, who's it who yells it? Uh, I think it's Lisa who yells it. Hack the bone, hack the bone. That's that's essentially what lacrosse is um, at that kind of high level, right? Yeah, and they play great music and essentially there's a little pyrotechnics every time somebody scores while... <laughs> anytime the home team scores whenever the bad guys score it was like they barely the announcer go would be like da, 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 go thunderbirds a goal has been scored by the buffalo bandits yeah yeah it yeah. was it was great and um the guys from buffalo were in who were clearly with the team they're dressed in their black cowboy hat and cheering the team on he was great. And then once we were up by a couple couple of goals, we're less than a minute. There's no way Buffalo's climbing out of this. <laughs> the fans in my section turned to the Buffalo guy, who the whole game is like yelling at the goaltender, you suck, and terrible things as a team. They turn around and, and start serenading him. Na-na-na-na, na-na-na-na, hey, 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 goodbye. Yeah. And uh, Maddie with the line, Maddie with the line of the night, uh, we beat you. We beat these Buffalo Bandits so bad. Americans haven't suffered a loss like this since Vietnam. Oof. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I think in the second half of the game, Halifax went, I think, up nine to three or something on Buffalo. Like they, they, they ran for a little bit. And Buffalo's a game, or it's Buffalo. Lacrosse is a game of runs, right? Like yep. you kind of start in. And you start scoring and see how long you kind of get that streak going for. And boy, did we, uh, I, I didn't think, uh, I, I thought in the first half of the game last night, it was, and I, I'm, I will use this term because I don't know a better term to use right now. And I apologize if it offends anyone, but it seemed at the very beginning of that game, it was a bunch of men playing with boys and we were definitely not the men. The The Thunderbirds were definitely not the men. Buffalo completely outplayed them in the first half uh, of that game. And I, I, you know, I was texting with friends and stuff who were there at the game and I'm like, this is not good. This is not going to go well. This is a crappy game, but boy, oh boy, did they ever come back to that game last night. And uh, yeah, it, it was a great show. It was a really great show. We look like the NXT enhancement talent for the first half of the game that they brought up to face the AOP. And then the role switched somewhere through the middle and we were the AOP. Uh, yeah, that that is probably an accurate uh, statement of what we had last night. Well, we have to keep tying it back to wrestling. We are a wrestling podcast. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose we are. So so, so after that, anyways, it was a good time. The yeah. The Metro Center, the Metro and, Center, and, the Scotiabank Center, which is now it the originally was the Metro Center because everybody needs a sponsor. Dude, the stadium's great. It's it's got the Tron is good. The only thing that need to work on somehow, they still have crappy audio for the ref, poor referees. Yeah, the the inner arena audio was it sometimes is a, a little challenging to say the least. Um, so the real question, Brad, is why did you guys go last night? Oh, dude, you invited us, and it was the it was the Marvel superhero night. So we got those limited edition lacrosse comics, and mostly just because it was it's a Marvel night. It was they had the cool jerseys. The I gotta say, the Thor jerseys for us were excellent. I, I'm actually wasn't uh, I would not have been surprised 
if you uh, actually had uh, purchased yourself a Thunderbirds Thor-inspired jersey just to wear around the house or to work or... <laughs> I, listen, I am slightly tempted. I have gone back to look and see, like, how much do these cost? I actually was looking at some of the in-game ones because I was like, those are cool. Yeah, they really are. One guy, uh, one of the jerseys is up to, I think, 1300 the last time. Wow. Yeah. And it's a fundraiser for the local hospital, right? Oh, so. more importantly, the local children's hospital. And the way our geographic region is, is that, like, our province is one. So, like, our province state is, like, a million and a half people. Our neighboring province is like three quarters of a million. And then I, if PEI has 350,000 people in it, I'd be shocked, maybe 150,000. And so all of the children in Atlantic Canada, minus Newfoundland, even some of the major things in Newfoundland come get flown into Halifax here. So we have the largest pediatric hospital here in the, um, in the region. And yeah, it's basically the only kids hospital east of Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it was a, a fun night there, and and I guess the other question I have for you, Brad, is uh, we got to see you back at another Thunderbirds game. Oh, I think we're gonna have to try and do this. I I ran into so many people I knew. I was very shocked. Like I have a family that I've known for years, and they were there. And the dad was like, "This is our thing. We decided we were gonna do as our Christmas. As the, this is this is his Christmas present every year. Is that yeah. he gets season tickets to the look. He follows all the entire team for the whole season. He's like." And the beautiful thing about it, he's like, I'm only committing to like 20 games and really, what, four months, five months of, of the season? Yeah, well, it's, it's nine home games. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So it's not like it's a huge commitment. And I mean, yeah, OK, we have back to back games, which is kind of unusual, like two Fridays in a row, because last week we had Las Vegas in, which was cool because they've never been here before. Buffalo has been here um, a few times for sure. Well, uh, Buffalo is like a local rival essentially because it's yeah. the east west split, and that's how they keep the costs down too. Is that they have like I can tell, see that that's how they do it. The west teams seem to play in the west, and the east play in the east. Well, that's how it was up until this year. This year, they changed the whole league. So before it was an east west split, you're absolutely right to try to help keep costs down or whatever. But I think that they were seeing that fans were kind of getting a little, um, um, you know, sick of seeing the same teams. Like we saw Toronto uh, come here, I don't know, three, four times or something last year uh, or games between there and here, right? So it's just like, okay, them again, whatever. So this year what they decided to do is there's 16 teams in the league, each, uh, every, and there's a 17-game season. So everyone plays each other once. So this year, Vegas came to us. Next year, we'll go to Vegas. Um, so it, it's really cool because you're not seeing the same teams over and over again, and you're getting teams who've never been here before uh, come up. So like Thunderbirds now played last night. They're getting on a plane today. They're flying to Calgary. They play a game tomorrow night in Calgary, um, which uh, should be a good game. Uh, the next Saturday night that they're in Saskatchewan to take on the Rush, which uh, if you do watch that game, it's a little hard on the eyes. Their turf is like neon green. So it, it will burn your retinas. I'm just going to warn you. But um, yeah. So next game we've got here is uh, Georgia Swarm uh, coming up uh, for March 1st for country night. So you can uh, put on your cowboy boots, Brad, and bring the family down. Uh, there's bull riding uh, that'll happen during that game up on the concourse. So you can uh, jump on the, the bull and... Uh, Go for a little ride there and uh, bull riding. That's amazing. Yeah. See, this is, and I love the the extra effort. You can tell that this is not like 
professional sports, if that makes any sense. Like it's professional sports, but it's like not one of the big four t- leagues in the in the in North America. And I would say big three leagues because I'm not sure of the NHL count. Sorry, hockey fans. Um, it's it's certainly a little different. Um, they call it the next uh, the next major league is uh, is the mm. branding that uh, NLL uses. But they um, they're all about the atmosphere, right? I mean, in in if you go to a, a football game, there's typically tailgating and stuff that happens before it. Um, they often will do you know some pretty nice drink specials before the game. Uh, so if you're coming out to a lacrosse game, at least locally, um, that's what they do. I think the next home game after that that we have is Panther City, which is, uh, I think, Dallas, Texas. Wow. Uh, coming up for St. Paddy's Day weekend. So they'll be here on the 15th of March. <laughs> That's a dangerous idea. Let's have them in town for St. Paddy's Day. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So... That's that should be an interesting one, but yeah. So um, we're we've never had a playoff game in Halifax. We've made the playoffs, I think, every year, but it's always been a game against Toronto. I swear. Uh, so we're hoping maybe just maybe this year um, we can kind of go deep in those playoffs, get a, a home playoff game or two in here, uh, maybe even make it to the finals. And I mean, that would be amazing to have. Halifax, you know, come out on top of this league, it would be uh, absolutely fantastic. So we'll wait, we'll see. But uh, it was a good time. Uh, I really enjoyed last night. I wasn't sure I was staying that whole game. Um, and uh, glad oh, dude. I did because, yeah, man. we came back. And that's the thing. I, the thing that I liked about this was, I mean, when you're down five and you're, wa- I'm thinking, because I watch, I'd watch more hockey than anything else. Yeah. I'm like, you're down five. Yeah. Like it's over. Like you're, yeah. you're buried, but nope. no, this, and even with 40 seconds left, I'm like, Maddie, we, cause during the game, we saw two goals scored by the, uh, Thunderbirds, the Halifax Thunderbirds in like less than 30 seconds. This yeah. there's, it's never over. The game is never over. No, no. It, uh, like I, I got a little nervous. They started singing, as you said that, no, no, no. And I'm like, guys, there's still time on the clock. Like, you know, we were up by two. I'm like, that's like, there's still time here, guys. Like, you're you're doing that way too early. Yeah, there, well, you need like, you need that in the last 30 seconds. Anyways, it was good. It, the goals were good. There was, I mean, the thing about lacrosse, other thing I didn't realize was, oh my gosh, the bone crushing hits. Oh yeah. Like, if you think hockey is bad or football, uh, no, lacrosse is, is where it's at, man. Uh, the other thing was, shout out to the referee who took that ball to the face bled like they had to put a towel over him because he was bleeding so much and came back and finished the game yeah that was that was really kind of weird too right like i've never seen a referee go down like that uh, at least at a local game here and then you know so it's a three-man system and then they went back to a two-man system and i'm i'm just kind of i'm having these pavlovian thoughts here of like the minor league lacrosse that my son plays and like that's that's typically what you have is a two-man system in that and i'm just like this isn't gonna work like i i don't know how you're gonna kind of get away with this at a professional level and uh, i really didn't know what was gonna happen and then to see that ref come back in in the second quarter like so he was down what for probably 20 minutes um you know long enough to stop the bleeding in his mouth like i said i don't know he probably lost teeth um and uh yeah uh hell of a hell of a uh a way to come back there for the ref so 
Yeah, it was a great it was a great evening and yeah, local entertainment. And so if you have local, whether it's your local wrestling or your local sports team, go out and support your your minor league teams. You're probably not paying premium prices. Like we did not I did not pay premium prices for uh, this event. And it was reasonably priced for an evening out here. I don't think Maddie and I could have gone to the movies for a cheaper price. I don't think so either. Now the, the the next question I have for you is do you think you'll be able to drag the wife and and uh, son over next time? Probably not. Basketball it, it, there's there's way too much Raptors basketball on TV. I can't believe that they wanted to stay <laughs> home and watch the NBA All-Star competition. Talk about like the most mid-skippable thing that could ever be on TV. Oh, I think I think my wife learned her lesson though. They were watching the um was even was it Skills? I think I don't even know if it was Skills last night or if it was like the celebrity game and Skills. Like she was like this celebrity game is brutal. Yeah, so ridiculousness. Hey, don't do that. Listen, the Miz was on SmackDown last night. They knew they weren't going to have anything special. Uh, well, yeah. All right, fair. Miz, Miz last year hit that crazy trick shot during the uh, celebrity game. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. So, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, he had a more important thing to do tonight. He, he had to wrestle Logan Paul. Uh, you know, talk about carrying a, a game versus carrying a, a match, right? Yep. So, so I think we should finally get into tonight, which is. Greg, I cannot believe that we are basically a week out from the Elimination Chamber. Dude, we are like at this time a week from now, as we record on Saturday morning, Elimination Chamber will be over. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, you could tell though tonight that our episode of SmackDown, like you were, you were, you know, pull back the curtain completely. You were like started by saying, hey, we have a hard out for uh, recording. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we're gonna have no problem powering through this because there's. I- there's nothing I, to this show, dude. I I think it's time to hit the 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 music because I think it's time for a SmackDown speed run. All right, so you didn't even you didn't cue me up though. No, I was a bit. I was trying to. You what, what do you mean you were trying to? I was trying to. I was trying to to. I was I was literally reaching over to my AM to send you the message to be like get that that uh, Mario sound effect up. All right, let's do this. <laughs> Say if we can get raw rush, we definitely should be able to get a SmackDown speed run. SmackDown speed run is brought to you by nobody because God forbid anybody actually sponsors. Uh, maybe we should reach out to the Thunderbirds. It's like we'll do Thunderbirds podcasting too, if, if in exchange for season tickets. Yeah, you know what? I used to keep telling uh, when uh, I know Matt uh, Etter, uh, you know, friend of the show, and uh, him and Boris used to do BAM uh, Weekly. Uh, I used to keep telling them, like, I will be your NLL correspondent. Like, you can bring me on anytime. I'll talk lacrosse. Um, so I, I think that there's a demand, and it might just be to satiate me. So I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to Matt. Uh, miss you, Matt. Uh, now, okay, so here we go. Let's All start right. with Dirty Dom versus. Kevin Owens. And that is our first match. I mean, we've already seen by this point, we saw the we saw the rock arriving backstage, but not with the bloodline, whatever. It doesn't matter. I mean, we see a lot of that walking backstage stuff. I was going to say, and it looks like if I remember the timestamp on it, it's like 558 or something mountain time, which is like two minutes before the show goes on the air. He's like, yeah, no, no, no. I'm not coming in at noon. Like, no, no, no. I'll show up at at, you know, you just hit the SmackDown entrance and I'll show up for it, right? So Dirty Dom versus Kevin Owens. Dirty Dom Mysterio. He 
is trying to cut a promo and he is booed. Yeah, well, when isn't Dom booed when trying to have a promo? So Dom's the heel, Kevin Owens is the face. Essentially, this, the story of this match is you think Dom's gonna like try and I mean he's avoiding Kevin Owens. He avoids one of his dives, and I mean Kevin Owens said last week that Dom has the most punch what has a punchable face, and he just basically punches him in the head, throws him into the steps, and this is our start of our break. They're, as they battle around the outside, this was the only thing I would gripe I have about this whole show is right. that you could see where every commercial break is. It's a, it's the still the weird Kevin Dunn hangover. Yeah, I agree. I yeah, like so you know we didn't start this. I'm I'm assuming you were in the same boat. By the time you got home, and it's stopped. like ten thirty. Yeah, I I was I waited till eleven, and I'm like, no, I'll start watching the thing now, and then I, I can more easily fast forward through commercials and stuff. And you better believe you know when those commercials are coming, and you know when to have your hand on that remote. Now, in fairness, when we came back from the commercial, these boys went all out. Oh yeah, yeah, they did. We had a Kevin Owens frog splash on Dom, where he just flattened him. A kind of botched. X Factor Dom hits on Kevin Owens, where it looks like Kevin Owens doesn't quite know what how to hit the X Factor. Like it yeah. just was weird looking. The guys exchange three amigos, or as Ke- as Corey Graves dubs Kevin Owens' version, the three friendly Canadians. Yeah, that was just like okay, that's a bad like that's a bad dad joke. But you're not you haven't been a dad long. Well, I suppose you had because you had kids from your other your other relationship. But yeah, like, he, he's a lot. He was he's a allowed. new dad, but he's not really a new dad. So okay, but yeah, you you got to up your dad joke game, dude. Like, well, and he needs to learn a little bit of French because there has to be a way to say that uh, en français. Yeah, oh, for sure. And, and if I Kevin Owens, if you happen to hear this, Dave's had his call it the three friendly Canadians um, in uh, with, on the podcast. I'll see if I can I can do some homework. I I am married to, to a French teacher and have two francophone children so or bilingual children so i'll I'll look into this okay. uh, dom so dom misses his splash but eventually he cl- comes back he hits a 619 it looks like he is going to try and win but but our truth gets involved and i i for, i neglected to me- mention truth here and truth's still playing even though the miz is on this show is right. still playing the gimmick up that he thinks Kevin Owens is there. They had he had the falling out with Judgment Day on Raw, but Dominic's like, "You can earn your way back into Judgment Day. Give me a chair. Give me a chair." And Truth gets the chair and he sits down on the outside. This distracts a lo- long enough so that Owens can recover and hit a, hit a pop up pop up pop up power bomb for the win. That's right. Yeah, dude, I know you love this match, and we're keeping this because uh-huh. of our truth. One hundred percent. Yeah, this is uh, this is an easy decision. This is our truth. Yeah, you better believe it. So, uh, so let's. Yeah, so we'll do that, and uh, we'll just keep rolling. He was great, and our truth added something. And I love the fact that truth is still playing a little bit confused, but clearly he's not in Judgment Day. Uh, Clearly, he is not. He is uh, a member of uh, DX. Oh, that's right. He's an honorary member of. DX. Um, I can't wait until the game comes out. I've already seen people do like with the old game, making the uh, graphics where it was like Shawn Michaels and uh, Shawn Michaels is Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa is Triple H and they're doing coming out in the tank. Yes. Yes. I love that one too. That's, That's amazing. 
Okay, so Drew McIntyre's in the back. He's ta- cutting a promo. He's talking about how other people want to win the Elimination Chamber, but he needs to win the Elimination Chamber. And he's interrupted by LA Knight. Yeah! And Knight cuts a promo basically talking about how he had his opportunity. And yeah, Drew said, you know, you're, you want to be serious about this, but, but if you don't win, you, people will turn on you and Knight rebuttals and they have cute little lines and they get pulled apart. I don't know why the refs came in here. They weren't, they were just John. Yeah. I don't know. Dude, this is this is basically so he can have a match. And then when you think about Drew McIntyre, boy, is he the workhorse. He is going to wrestle. So tonight he wrestled LA Knight. Right. Monday, he's going to that taping, and he's going to wrestle Cody. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Best, like, I mean, and he has the best t-shirt in WWE. Um, he does. He does. That apparently has more room on it. That was the line by LA Knight. I was trying to remember what it was. He, he had the room for the, you could add another name on it and put uh, DM, what do you call What does he call himself? DM Punk? Yeah, something like that. DM Mac? He should be DM Mac. Whatever. Roman Reigns arrives. And I love this. I'm going to hold this in, Greg, just because he hugs Jimmy Uso and he goes, Big Jim, we're going to fix everything that Jay broke. So did he say that or didn't he say uh, we're going to fix everything that Jim broke? No, he said Jay. He specifically called out Jay. Oh, did he? Okay. Because I was like, wow, what a way to be like, okay, hey, how are you? Okay, we're going to fix all your screw ups. Okay, so lo- And then we have Logan Paul with his entourage. Yeah, whatever. Fast forward to that crap. Kayla is was there and we, she was talking to not uh, British Strong Style. Pete found himself with a new partner. He talks about how they're they're working their way towards a title. Tyler Bates thinks that they need a new team name. The new Catch Republic. Oh my God, this better not be their name. Yeah, this was like, um, when I heard this, I was like, wait, what? No. British, no strong, yeah. British Strong Style. Why are they not British Strong Style? Why not British Strong Style? I don't even care if they're not British Strong Style, but this is terrible. This is... Like, this is Vince McMahon. Oh, I said the V word again. Damn it. Um, and hey, Greg, stop. We're starting a swear jar. Yeah, we should start a V jar. <laughs> yeah, V jar. Um, but anyhow, back in the day when you would get uh, a list of terrible names that you had to pick from to be your, your new uh, ring name, this is what this reminded me of when I heard this. Okay, so I'll keep it going. You look up New Catch Republic and see if it, there's porn stars related to it because I'm not, I didn't look it up yet. Oh, God, I'm scared. All right. If your save searches on nothing may come up. So, uh, no, I, I will go incognito now and try that. <laughs> Dom comes in and basically calls him out. And they say, well, why don't you get truth and have a tag team? And he, he yells, he's not in the judgment day. So we're going to get poor Dom and um, JD McDonough. Um, so, you know what's funny? If you Google the words New Catch Republic, yep. what comes up is Wikipedia for the Czech Republic. Guys, you guys need, yeah, new Czech Republic. That makes sense. And, guys. And, yeah, Br- uh, Britannia, Czech Republic. Um, BBC, Czech Republic country profile. Britannia, Czechoslovakia. Like, hey, uh, no, I not- really hope Tyler Bate improv this line and somebody went like, wait, no, Tyler, no, 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 no
All right, Tiffany Stratton versus Selena Vega. Poor Selena Vega. She came out. She had a cool like cape on. Uh, like it was great. She has a great entrance. The and this the story of this match basically was the fact that you were waiting for Legato to to be involved. And there's some moves. Vega's on offense. Yeah, I mean, there's a pretty moonsault. I mean, they have these two ladies have great moves, but the moment you see the audience, that was a distraction. The LWO come out, they're they're there to do that. Selena hits a spinning DDT. That looks right. great. Electro distracts her again, and and Tiffy hits a cartwheel Alabama slam. Like she's got some sweet moves, and the two of these girls together, there's something there. There's chemistry, Greg. Yeah, surprisingly. Vega tries the 619. Uh, she looks like she's going to hit a finisher, but the distraction by Legato leads to the prettiest moonsault, and Tiffany wins. Boy, does she hit that moonsault. Like, she sandbags little uh, Vega. And oh, I don't yeah. know. She got her, she got her big. Uh, Tiffany is amazing. Zelina's great. I feel bad that Zelina's not in there, but there's only six spots in this. Yeah, well, I mean, we knew that was going to happen anyway, right? Um, Tiffy is the new toy. Well, and she needs a showcase. Yeah. <clears throat> and I really hope for her sake that Jade is not in this elimination chamber. Yeah. I hope because, so too. Because that, that yeah. would not go well. No, and she needs so Tiffany can have this one. Jade can make a debut somewhere else. It's there's there's gonna be lots of time for that. Yeah. So AJ Styles and the OC are in the back and it, Carl gets in AJ's face about forgetting where he came from. AJ slaps him, and he says if it was anybody else, he would have done something. This is AJ's feud? AJ versus the OC. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm assuming going to WrestleMania? I don't know. This, this should not be a WrestleMania match. I mean, I love Carl Anderson. Um, and, and Luke Gallows, I got to give the man credit. Oh, God. I just kept laughing at Luke Gallows grabbing, um, like, cupping... Uh, Carl Anderson's man boob. Like, what? Like, what are you doing? It's even better. Okay. Luke Gallows is yeah. getting paid a WWE salary. Yes, sir. What does he do? He He's uh, there to uh, cup Carl Anderson's boob, man boob. Like, that's what he's there for. I could be in TNA and getting beat up. I could be in New Japan and getting slaughtered. I could be on WWE TV and not take bumps. Yeah. I, I, I'll just hear and. Grab a boob. Grab yep. a boob. Yep. A man boob. Uh, Post Malone, blah, blah, blah. He's he's involved with the soundtrack for the game. We have a um, promo. Speaking of which, um, Super Bowl, Post Malone, um, America the Beautiful. Beautiful. That was, I was like, wait, what? Like, it just completely threw me off. Then Listen, I give, I want to give, like, let's give a quick shout out. All of the music for the Super Bowl was really good. My son tweets out mid midway through the halftime show, and Maddie looks at him and says, "You're going to regret that because it's going to be he's saving the big stuff for the end." And boy, did he save the big stuff for the end! Um, so I I told this story to you, Brad, mm. uh, via text this week, but I didn't tell the people here. And you know what? Let's save it. Let's save it for next week. Okay, yeah, because we'll we we'll definitely we need to yeah. pad next week's show. We need, we need to pad next week's show. So remind me next week, and we'll talk about Super Bowl. Uh, do a little Super Bowl recap, and and that then. Yeah, it'll be two weeks old. Everybody will have forgotten about the Super Bowl, and we can talk about the happy memories of the Super Bowl. So that's a good idea. For sure. 
All right. We we get a promo Japanese from the Japanese part of Damage Control. I guess they got the name because the three out of five of them they have the they have the intellectual property for it. Yeah, I'm not sure it's three out of five yet, but sure, sounds good to me. So they basically run down Bailey. They're going to destroy them, and Dakota Kai made the biggest mistake of her life. Yeah, sure, whatever. Did she? I listen. I love this. I love this. Any Japanese performer worried about coming to the WWE if they're going to continue to do subtitles? Don't worry about it. Yep. No, that this is great. This we need more of this. Oh boy, poor Bo Morris and Javier Bernal drew job duty against the Authors of Pain. That they did. That they did. And if you fast forwarded through this match, it, it would have been what one click of your your DVR because I mean this thing was over fast. Yeah, they flatten Burnell. They oh, they do a super collider, and then they do their power bomb neckbreaker combo, and it's over. Yeah, the, it was nuts. The only thing about this that I'm disappointed in, I think you could have had one of these for the AOP like three or four times since they've been back, because this oh, yeah. is what this is what the AOP is good at. Uh, any guess on how long this match was? I'm gonna say 45 seconds. Uh, a little longer, one minute, two seconds. Wow, yeah. and and good for the AOP. This is this is the LOD squash match. The, yeah, including yeah, Paula, sure. including Paula Ring. Well, I mean, uh, as uh, Shawn Michaels likes to do, what he knows in NXT, um, that's essentially what we're doing here. So, all right, Logan Paul says that he wanted to say thank you. Uh, He's going to knock out the Miz. He said people should be thanking him because he's going to knock out the Miz. And he's the only champ that's going to qualify for this match. And he's going down under. Greg? That's what she said. Oh, my gosh. Greg, do you know what this is? This is a record. Because this, I think, is really the only recap during this episode. So recap number one. That can't be right. No, dude. There was like no recaps in this show. Okay, but this show was full of filler. And how the hell are we just getting one recap? Because they only did the one recap. Everything else was like pre-produced stuff, like the Post Malone thing. It was, yeah. they none of it was, they had lots of filler crap in the show. But they have yeah. moved away from the Vince McMahon, at least for this week, the Vince McMahon, oh my gosh, did oh, you see oh. this last week? Oh, oh, I just—I need two to put swears. two two swears. Uh, okay, you're, you're gonna need a sound effect to change going in a jar. All right, we're gonna have to, or something. We're gonna have to figure yeah. out a, eh, maybe that buzzer sound and put it in a post every time we say the V word. It's like bleeped out, like we. Yeah. All right, uh, whatever. It was great. I enjoyed this. This was basically what you missed from Raw, although this is terrifying. This is our second last match: The Miz versus Logan Paul. Yeah. Uh, no, what's terrifying is our last match, the, the night. So. Yeah, this should have been the last match because this match yeah. is incredible. Yeah. Logan Paul hits a crossbody into a moonsault. He land, he nearly knocks himself out, though, because he's a little out of position and nearly hits and basically eats Miz's knees. Then Miz notices the botch and just basically rolls him over, tries to pin him and yeah. calls it on the calls the audible. We yeah. get a cool. He works over the leg and that becomes the story is that. Miz is trying to slow down Logan Paul by taking out his leg and going for that that comer- that figure four. The splash on the edge of the apron, that has to hurt 
Paul's knees. That must be actually what he did. Coming back, we hit a skull. He tried. He hits a skull crushing finale, but it doesn't work. Jeff tries to give him the knuckles on the outside. That doesn't. That doesn't work. Miz is going to use the knuckles, and he worried about getting distracted. Get getting eliminated. But when he finally comes back in the ring, Logan Paul just hits him with his bionic hand and hits like an inverted uh, skull crushing finale. Like he hits a, a, a and pins. It looks great. And I love the idea. I hope he keeps using this. The other thing is Logan Paul is clearly learning. He is like a crater wrestler. He has a split legged leg drop. He has all kinds of cool stuff. Oh, I, I got to tell you, I think I'm a Logan Paul I'm not a Logan Paul fan as the person, but as a wrestler, I'm a Logan Paul fan because he's the perfect heel. He does flashy dick moves. So what you're saying, and and not to put words in your mouth, but what I think you're saying, Brad, is that if Logan Paul wasn't Logan Paul, you'd be a big fan. I, I think if Logan Paul wasn't Logan Paul, I would be a huge fan. Thank God he's not Jake Paul, who's even worse. But well, yeah, I mean. he's a great wrestler. And I think that he... Add something here. And the fact he only wrestles occasionally actually makes it better. And a big shout out to The Miz, who clearly a few times during this match really played the veteran and really helped them get the best out of Logan Paul. Yeah. Yeah, he really did. He really, really did. Okay, we get a scene from the box where we saw earlier that they were sitting up there watching. And it was Jade and Braun Breaker and Nick Aldis, our general manager. Tiffany's there. She comes in and... I, apparently Bianca is there and so is uh, Liv Morgan and they get interrupted. I've, I've got no problem with Liv Morgan. I have no problem with Liv Morgan. I have no problem with her promos. I just have a problem when she wrestles. Uh, she, she's sloppy. Anyways, Jade, Jade gets mad because li, because Tiffy's trying to steal her uh, steam. This terrified me because I'm like, uh oh, there's a battle royal on Monday for the last chance. I'm terrified they're going to put Jade into this and she's going to just lose her shit and throw everybody out. I honestly, uh, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know what to do here. Right. Like, I don't know if it's better to say, you know, better to put her in and let Jade take on, um, on, um, who's it? Rhea? Uh, No, I don't. Yeah. But I think, so, so I got your match for you. I think if they're putting Jade into this, okay, your match is Bianca. So I, so it comes down to Becky is, gets beat up and she's kind of out of the picture and we start, and Jade starts eliminating people and eventually you get to Jade and Bianca and I would do one where Bianca catches Jade and then Jade drops her instead of just leaving gracefully, she drops her. And Bianca capitalizes, or Becky capitalizes and and beats and pins Bianca, and then you get the Becky Rhea. You can have your EO and Bailey, and you also get Jade and Bianca. And if that's your three matches at WrestleMania for the women, that's that's a that's a stacked lineup. I, I don't mean for sound bad, but is does, has Jade done enough to deserve a WrestleMania shot yet? And I don't think the answer is yes. I, I mean, neither neither do I, but she you have to capitalize on it. And Bianca won't lose anything from losing from Jade. It could actually no. turn her heel. And uh she can kick out what's her name from uh from Bobby's family. Wait, you know, actually do something that makes sense? Yeah. Okay, our main event, which by the way, starts at like dude, is there like 45 minutes left in the show when this starts? Yeah, probably. 
so yeah. Anyways, we we get this match. Hold on, before we start on this match, I need to go off here for a minute. Oh, this is bad. Go ahead. You're gonna go off about the music? Yeah. What the hell is this shit? So I can explain it to you. The group that made Naomi's music is no longer employed by WWE. And they don't, and whatever happened, it must have been messy. Because if you notice, a bunch of theme songs have changed. Like DIY's theme song is different. They did all of those guys' songs. So I just think they're not paying the royalties. So who did, who did uh, Amazing? The, uh, the other, the in-house band they had for a while. They did Tommaso Ciampa's theme, No One Will Survive. They did Johnny Gargano's um, theme, Rebel Heart. Like they did everything. And I think they're gone. It was terrible. Oh, it's it's no bring it to the floor. Anyways, it was. No, I was like, I, I, I texted you in the middle of the night last night because I was watching this at what, like 12, 31 o'clock in the morning. And I texted you. I was like, I, I doubt he's up. But I'm like, what the hell is this bullshit? Like, this is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. This is. Yeah, this is the worst theme song I've ever heard. In my I life. literally wrote a note in my. So I watched this match in the morning and I literally wrote a note like put Greg, let Greg go off. That uh, yeah, yep. And you probably hadn't seen my text by that point. No, I did see your text, and I was like, I, oh, did I, you? I, I, so which made me, which made me like perk up and slow. I watched this whole entrance. Sometimes when I'm watching back, I don't watch the entrances, but I watched this whole entrance just to see. Like, even Naomi looked like she was like, oh, this is my theme song. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I see a comment online. God awful sounds like a bootleg of Damage Control's thing. Okay, I got a better one for you. What's worse, the theme song or the match? Oh, I like this is a 1A, 1B thing, right? Like this thing is this is a steaming pile of crap. This this whole thing was. I, I felt bad for Alba Fire because I know she can go. I've seen her wrestle, but they decided that that they were gonna set it up so that she is nowhere near the same level as Naomi. And basically the whole match, her tag partner is getting involved also this should tell you how little uh faith they have in her tag partner because alba fire got into the royal rumble but uh isla dawn did not they somebody gets hurt they put alba fire in she she's a great base she took naomi stuff well but they just didn't let them the girls anytime there was any moment any like flow in this match we had interference on the outside just just for no reason yeah it made, and even with all that, Naomi wins. With her, like, weird head scissor, like, head pounding thing and her new submission. I mean, it's great. Naomi's great. But, yeah, this match was, boy, did they did they really do these girls dirty by putting them behind Logan Paul and The Miz, who had a banger. And they were the last match of the night before The Rock comes out. Yeah. They literally put them in the old Divas match segment. Yeah. Yeah, literally. You're absolutely right. That's exactly what this is. Yeah, it looks like CFO did Naomi's old music, and of course they've been gone since 2020, so but still, Jesus. Pay CFO the money, dude. Like, bring it back. Yeah, I mean, I get it, and I mean, but damn it, like, this is terrible. Hey, Greg, so we got three things to go through, and one of them is going to be long. So Dakota Kai came up and to Bailey and she wants her help. She's afraid after hearing the promo that they're going to get her. And Bailey doesn't know if she can trust Dakota Kai. Yeah, she can't. Well, and even if she, even if she can't, 
can. I love this. They're they're not going to let this. They're going to play this out for a while. I like it. it. It's good storytelling. Yeah. Just because she had her back one week doesn't mean she can actually trust her. It is she is being a cautious, not dumb, dumb baby face. That's fair. And Nick Aldis is on Brombreaker. Yeah, whatever. It, right, because he's probably going to get drafted in the draft. Uh, probably. Uh, spoiler alert, he's having his first match next week. Ooh, that'll be great. And he's... It, I will go out of my way, even though it's going to be the night before Elimination Chamber, to watch that, because, boy, can he go. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see, for sure. And hopefully his dad can not stop saying dumb hurtful homophobic things long enough to appear with his son on camera again i doubt it no oh, it's how bad is it that we're more likely to get scott appear on camera than rick <laughs> yeah all right okay our main event is the bloodline uh i went out i had my breakfast during this i p- could have literally made a four course meal uh yes you definitely could have i so Roman Reigns comes out. He he's getting he gets right on Utah. He basically says that y'all are idiots, yep. and not not wrong. He's like not individually, but when we put all of you together, you're all idiots, and you're going to ruin this moment. There's going to be history tonight, and out comes the Rock. He says this is the biggest attendance in the state of Utah. The crowd's there. The, the yeah, biggest- they set records. Yeah, the record of the largest gathering of trash that The Rock has ever seen. I laughed so hard. Um, shout out to Sean Ross Stapp from Fightful because he he wrote back. He's like, Fightful has been unable to confirm that it is the largest gathering of trash that's ever been seen. Um, he's like, because normally they put something out after every uh, event type thing where it's like, and they did last night that says like this is WWE's highest grossing event in the state of Utah or in Salt Lake City because WWE makes those announcements in internal uh, communications. Um, so yeah, that just made me chuckle. So The Rock makes fun, uh, saying that the crowd and their fifty-something wives and their inbred grandchildren can talk about the amazing night that they saw The Rock. He asks, he basically says that he's turned on them. This is something that's always been inside of him, but he turned because of the Cody crybabies, they are, they blocked history and Cody doesn't understand how the real world works. He needs to learn that when you lose, you take your lumps. He's like, think about the Utah jazz. They got smoked by Jordan and they took their lumps like man and came back to be champions and ends with, do you smell? And when the crowd starts to go sing along, he goes, no, 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 no. You have lost that privilege. Yeah. You do not get to sing along with the rock. And he, instead of saying, Do you smell what the rock's cooking? Do you smell what the bloodline is cooking? And the bloodline gather and everybody raises their finger. And slowly the rock raises his finger, joining the crew. And he's got his Hollywood vest on. This is Hollywood Rock 2.0. Sort of. I'll say, if you notice Rock's hand, he doesn't just raise a finger, his thumb is out in a gun type formation. As he puts his hand up, there's screen grabs and stuff online. So if you go back and check it, he doesn't do that. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe just maybe, just maybe this is you know long term. Like we're we're gonna see some sort of um, you know. We uh, should see horror. if the Rock if the Rock gets too mad if the Rock has Rock really wants to wrestle Roman at some point and he's got yeah. enough gas in the tank to get ready for one match. They're doing a lot of big stadium shows this year. The Rock versus Roman, he doesn't have to be long. 
they can they can drag it out. Roman's the master of this. Oh, Greg's got the screenshot. Yeah, he's maybe either that Greg or he doesn't know how to do the sign. I I, I guess. So. I mean, listen, if Taylor Swift last week at the Super Bowl could acknowledge her tribal chief, which you obviously saw in the post from last night. Yeah. Surely to God, Rocky Johnson can figure out how to acknowledge the tribal chief. And then I was going to say, a friend of the show, Berkey, Sean Burkhead, made an excellent point this morning as I was uh, preparing for our show this morning. Um, and he said here, I'm just trying to pull up uh, Radio Free Pro Wrestling here. So anyways, I yeah. So overall, this is the end of the show. And yeah, I mean, you could tell this was part part one or part two, though. What was yeah. oh? So he's, now is Roman the junior partner in the Rock's bloodline? I'm like, ooh, Berkey, you know that's an excellent point here. That um, I, I don't know, I don't know, and, and and I'm at least curious about it. So well, and here's the better question: Is Roman going to treat the Rock the way the Rock treated Farouk? maybe just maybe because well this is great it's good storytelling triple h do not doubt paul levesque paul triple h levesque well yeah it's right bow down to the game yeah okay dude let's uh speaking of a speed run let's uh do our synopsis and you can do a quick cut and we'll we'll move on with this so miss big voice And Greg, I have you on screen and I have my two sound effects queued up. So right. we'll quickly go through and I'm going to do a booyé with you. So uh, how did you feel about Dirty Dom and Kevin Owens? Keep or cut? Uh, we're going to keep this. Yeah. Agreed. This was a great match. And let's do that. How about Drew McIntyre uh, and LA Knight in the back? Um, I think we're going to boo this. Totally cutting this. Wow. Even though this sets up the match for next week. Yeah. Listen, there's always a reason for them to have a match. So I, I'm assuming I'm just going to put a, a preemptive boo in here for all of the people walking backstage. 100%. How about Pete Dunn and not British Strong Style uh, cutting a promo? This is going to get cut just for the name. Tiffany Stratton versus Selena Vega. Uh, we're going to uh, cut this and make this a digital exclusive. Ooh, I don't have a sound effect for that yet. So actually, Bobby, you can do it. What? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> uh, only because we're going to cut it from the show. This is. <laughs> it's not very good. Okay. Pabo- it's, 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 it's fine. I mean, here's the thing. This, I would say, is a superstar because really what you want to see here is the end. Yeah. Uh, Japanese end of damage control cutting a promo. Oh, I love this. Yeah. So we oh, get to keep. You forgot uh, the OC. Oh no, that's later. Oh no, it's not. Oh yeah. Okay. What do you want? Oh, well, dude. OC. I know what we're doing. All right. I don't know. I mean, Carl Anderson. Uh, uh, Luke Gallows grabbing Carl Anderson. Uh. All right. Yeah, we'll cut it. All right. Fair. Okay, I have a small yeah for the what we're going to call the superstar exclusive. It's just the eh. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. So, how about the what do you want to do with AOP? Uh, no, we're going to cut this. 
I feel like I'm booing you because in honesty, I actually like that. I don't, it's 60 seconds of my life. Oh, I know we cut the recap. How about here's, the Miz? Here, here's the thing. When it takes them longer to get to the ring than it is for the match. <laughs> You're always going to cut it. I'm just going to cut it. Because obviously this is, the, they don't value my time. So yeah, no. Miz and Logan Paul. Do you know what? I'm going to keep this match. Yeah, I agree. This was great. The uh, skybox scene. What do you want to do with that? Um. Yeah, I'm going to keep that. Yeah. Different. It was different. Yep. Ha, ooh. Um. We did skip this before. Uh, Grayson, Grayson Waller was talking to Paul Heyman. There is some seeds being planted in the back there. I didn't yeah. think it was very important, but no. it's, yeah. That's I know fair. what you're doing with this one. Here's the get Our main event match was no, 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 Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we even get to the main event, I want you to ask me, because you know what the answer is going to be. <laughs> what do you think of Naomi's new theme song? Just keep hitting that button, Brad. Keep hitting okay, that button. And, and for the match. Yeah, we're going to. Yeah, yeah. I just want a special call it that theme song, buddy. <laughs> uh, D- Dakota Kai and Bailey in the back. Uh, nope, we're going to cut this. And then Nick all deciding. Um, yeah, now we can cut this. Man, Greg. All right. And the bloodline segment at the end. Um, yeah, I kind of want a superstar because the rock of uh, the Romans, Roman stuff was, uh, yeah. you could probably just start this with the rock coming out. So basically, you're like, eh. So that's what you know what the sound effect for that is. Yeah, yeah. It it it's a yeah, but it's a half-hearted yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and I think that's a perfect way to say it is like it's okay. So yeah. basically, <laughs> there's about there's two good there's two good matches in this show, yeah. and a couple of things that you need to know that happened. But you listen to us now, so you don't need to know do anything else. Nope. So that. It marks the end of our episode. Check out for more wrestling content, Sunday night's main event.com, uh, SNME radio, patreon.com slash SNME radio. You can follow us on all your podcast catchers. I wanted to give, uh, just wanted to give a shout out. I think that we're getting the r- regular raw team back together this week. So I, I hope that happens. I, I want to shout out the person who's, uh, camera side all night that we could see the sign that was Mormon rains made me laugh the whole damn night. So thank you. And uh, shout out to the Godfathers of podcasting. I know they don't need my shout out, but I listened to their interview this week and that was well, shoveling snow. That was great. It was just something oh, nice. they they had a really good like it was their, their third member of their team who's a hip hop artist came and did an interview and it was like three buddies hanging out. I love that style of podcasting. So, yeah. Nice. And and Steve Swift, like always my yeah. boy, Steve. Uh, and all the way geekly. I love the preamble. I learned so much about nerdy stuff. So, guys, yeah. and. I was in a nerdy mood this week. Everybody, I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the family. If you're interested in joining, it's about a buck a week with the new Patreon, patreon.com slash SNME radio. And Greg, is there anything else that we should talk about? Or are we just going to say, we'll see you next week for the shortest, probably the shortest ever episode of the Smack Daddies? Uh, That's the hope. So yeah, we'll be back next week. We the ones.